Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks at a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. My name is Adrian Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create the success and happiness that they want. With my proven productivity hacks, business tactics, and a little mindset coaching, this podcast will unlock your greatest potential and transform you into the CEO of your own life, business, happiness, and success. So what are you waiting for? This is the Self-Made CEO Podcast. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Welcome back. You guys, literally, I was just sitting here like, how do I even intro my podcast? I forgot how to even podcast, so that's fun. Um, Hi, welcome back to the Self-Made CEO Podcast. I'm Adrienne Finch, obviously, and I have with me Kenzie Elizabeth. Finally, I'm so happy that you're here. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. um, Yeah, so if you guys didn't know, we did, we did, well, we did a pod swap, but not it didn't really work out that way. We recorded an episode yeah. over on her podcast, the I Love You So Much podcast, a while ago now, and I've been wanting to get you in here. So I'm glad we're finally doing it. It's yeah. been a bit. but And I caught you right in time because yeah. you are not going to be here much longer. Well, I'll still be here. Like, I'm keeping my place in LA, but I'll just yes. be in Texas mainly. Okay. So, guys, yeah. for context, Kenzie, you obviously, I'm sure, know who she is. She is a YouTuber. She has a podcast. She does all things lifestyle. You talk a lot about days in your life weeks in your life college and I know you have you're not you finished your college program correct okay so the college program I did was part internship for two years and the rest is online oh yeah so I'm done with the internship part I graduate online in like a few months okay so you're still finishing that up yeah so I obviously I feel like I've known you for like a couple years but I feel like I've only seen you a handful of times which is weird I'm like yeah I've known you for a while but have I I don't know (laughs) um But yeah, so, you know, she's all over the interwebs and especially like something I really wanted to bring you in and kind of talk about is first of all, just your life. Obviously, I think you're so interesting and you are someone who in my eyes is like so productive and successful and your business has just continued to grow. And, you know, I don't feel like I've seen you hit any points. Of course, there's always behind the scenes. I feel that way, but (laughs) thank you. (laughs) It's like from the outside perspective, and we all know like internet and reality is very different, but I've always been very just, and I've talked to other people about how I just feel like you are very productive and you have your goals. And maybe part of it is you keep, you have a very busy life. You were doing school, you're doing YouTube, you're doing your merch and your podcast and all these things. But I've just been so in awe of your ability to like really stick to what you're doing and just really follow through and be consistent. I think that's one of the biggest things we as YouTube creators and people like entrepreneurs need to do. And I feel like you've been amazing at that. So I wanted to bring you in. You also seem like very naturally just, you know, in tune with business and leadership and entrepreneurship. And obviously on this podcast, we talk a lot about that (laughs) kind of stuff. So this is great. But we also talk about fun lifestyle things sometimes. Um, and guys, I'll link her podcast down below because we did an episode over there. And it's just amazing. I've listened to so many of your episodes, by really? the way. Thank oh, yeah. you. No, I love it. You have such great guests. And like, I love that some of them are more like business driven and entrepreneurship. People who've like created <laughs> yeah, insane businesses. And some are like, it's more fun and just lifestyle laid back. Do you want to hear who I'm trying to get on right now? Yes. So I'm really trying to branch out. It's lifestyle. So I think I do have a wide variety of guests. My goal this year is to make it wider. So mm-hmm. 
I we already talked about this, but I'm yeah. so obsessed with Scandal, mm. and oh. I'm so obsessed with Olivia Pope. There's a real yeah. life Olivia Pope. Her name is Judy Smith, oh and gosh. she helped Shonda Rhimes write Scandal. Oh. So I'm selling my soul. Like I will fly to DC. I will do any. I will pay her. I'm <laughs> yeah. just sorry, like yeah. I will do anything I can to, <laughs> to get, get her, her on my podcast. That so. would be incredible. Wouldn't that be the coolest yes. thing ever? She's literally the biggest boss. She was on the Bush administration. She co- she worked on the Monica Lewinsky case. Wow. She's like an entrepreneur. She's worth like eighty million dollars. Kenzie, I feel like you can do it. I I'm feel, trying so hard. She doesn't have an email, only a contact uh, on the website. That's so tough. I'm trying so and hard. And she's probably a busy woman. Yeah, she's not but, active on socials. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? I have this weird feeling because I feel like that's so aligned. I feel like you're obsessed with the show and she would, it makes a lot of sense. Like she'd she has be a, a, great a book guest. coming out this year, so that's Ooh, my so she, that's my that's, driving force behind yeah. it. Like oh, she could on, promo book, her book. Need a promo, you know? Yeah. That I would be curious to hear what happens with that because yeah. I, that's something I definitely need to do more of. Is like just be ruthless with the reaching out. Like just really ask. Like aim high. There's no. There's what's the worst that's gonna happen? Someone says no or doesn't respond. Yeah. And I think I think we talked about that on your podcast actually. How I'm like, yeah, I haven't. I just don't reach out to enough people. And you're like, just I'm do kind it. of the same way too, though. Like I maybe I was, like I, I'm so someone who I have a lot of friends that are like in spaces that I never post with. Like no one would even know that we're right. friends, and I would never ask them. But yeah. there's like certain people I feel more comfortable with, especially if they're in like the digital side right. of things. Right. But okay, sis, podcast. They're the best about reaching out and getting really? guests and stuff they literally started like they didn't have a following before or anything like that and they had the, they've had like heather mcmahon on their podcast yeah wow yeah do you think i mean okay part of it i i always heard this throughout college with just networking 101 i've always heard like people who are in the position to help younger less experienced people want to do that more than you think like they want to help you more than we like we think of them as these busy crazy successful ceos and and they are but it's like Nine times out of ten, people are, like, willing to help, mm-hmm. and I feel like I don't think about that enough. I had a woman on my podcast, Courtney Baker. She's actually now, like, my business coach, but when I first got her, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, this woman, she's created this, like, multi-million dollar huge business, and she's done all these things. She coaches now women on starting and scaling service-based businesses, and, like, she was like, yeah, I'll be on your pod, and then once she was on my podcast, she was like, I think we should work together. Like, I want to help you succeed and like have an online business that makes more revenue and I was like whoa you want to help me like you're kidding me so I feel like yeah yeah, it's all about just reaching out they're a lot more down to help than you think that exactly that's what I'm learning and I think people get really intimidated and actually this goes for like anyone out there with networking with cold calling reaching out like just do it because the worst that happens is someone says no or doesn't respond but people are more down than you think Mm mm-hmm I know someone too who has a podcast who has like these insane guests and I asked him like what's your secret and he's like literally just ask that's my secret that's like that's literally that's it really is that easy Mm -hmm. but sending emails like at the beginning of the year I made I'm really into my spreadsheets this year which I actually hate all that stuff like I'm not I'm not administrative I'm very organized but I'm not super administrative and I made a list of like 40 people I want on and I emailed every single one of them and it's color-coded it's like emailed like I have like they've answered we've recorded it's live like things like that and even now it's like the end of January as we're recording this and I'm still like last night one of them responded and I emailed them a month ago like yeah and it's people that I forgot like I've gotten like the craziest guests I will say a lot of it is through my network and like my relationships there but also even then, I'm like, I can't believe that you, like, you want to, like, sit here and yeah, come no, in, sure. you know? You're like, what? Yeah. Well, also, that kind of reminds me, everything, I say this a lot, like, things are always compoundable, meaning, like, if you put in the effort to send all those emails in one day, 
you're you're going to forget that you even did that. But those things, there is always going to be a payoff, even if it's not in the way that you think. There will always be an effect. Every cause has an effect. So you email these people. Two months later, someone responds. Or a year later, someone remembers, oh, this girl like had this podcast. I wonder where it's where it is mm-hmm. now like only and we don't even remember the the things the seeds that we planted at the start and I yeah. think it's just crazy to see like all of that effort I always like to think of all the effort as like never wasted it's it's always going to bring something even if it's not like what you expect but that's awesome I'm super into spreadsheets and but I'm like yeah. not organized in my other life I feel like you and I would make like one whole person because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I use this thing called Airtable for my like tracking of podcast things and you can literally click a tab that's like recorded ready to go this oh that. i didn't and do it's, that i'm gonna show you it because yeah i would love that it's so helpful it organizes all the content it's amazing but well good i'm glad your podcast is going well <laughs> i love your podcast thank you um yeah okay so first of all you just made a major life change sort of yeah. and we don't need to get fully into it because guys she made a whole video about this but want to tell us your crazy news and also when did you move to la First of all. So I moved to LA four and a half years ago. So July, I think that's, what is that, July of 2016? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, No, 2015. It was 15 because I graduated in 2016. So I was 17 when I moved here. Wow. Like I, one of the, I remember coming to these offices and stuff or like the studio like forever ago. Um, Yeah, you were young. I was young, but I graduated early Mm -hmm. and I was going to go to school here. So it was like. Yes, I graduated young and I was really independent, so it like kind of made more sense. But it really made more sense school-wise because I gained residency. So what people don't realize is that oh. the school that I went to originally, it was a thousand in-state and eighteen thousand out-of-state. So I actually saved so much money. That's smart by moving here and then getting to work and all that. Yeah, stuff. so that's really smart. I like uh, my life here ended up being so different than I imagined, but like in the best way possible. Yeah. like it ended up so much better. But yeah, I'm from Dallas. I'm from Texas originally. I. Honestly, even a few months ago, I was like, I'll live in LA for the rest of my life. Really? I just like, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, there's also, there's more stuff happening in Dallas that I can't like, it's not my thing to share kind of thing, but that is the main reason, which eventually will like make more sense. I like hate, but it's not my thing. You know what I mean? Don't you guys love when YouTubers and people online are like, like, I have a thing that I can't tell you about, but it's like, that's true though. And you want to talk about it, but you can't. No, I I understand. It has nothing, like it isn't my thing. Right, exactly. It's not even in your control. So whatever. So. Anyways, I've always been, like, I kind of do want a house in Texas. My dad's really into, like, kind of, like, I don't know. My dad's just, like, very leadership business savvy. That's Mm -hmm. where I get it from. Yeah. And very savvy with, like, properties and stuff like that. So that was a big help. But I was, like, okay, I know that I'm, like, I know that I know that I know I'm supposed to be in Dallas. But I want, I'm keeping my place here. Right. So... I got a townhouse in Dallas and then I'm keeping my place in LA and then I'll just come out here. Like I'm still recording my podcast pretty much fully in LA. Okay. I want to start traveling to guests though. Like I'll mm-hmm. no, I don't record virtually because like I don't do well on those. I feel that it's kind of hard. Yeah, it's like way harder. And I feel like, I don't know. I just like, it freaks me out because I feel like I'm like talking over them that I can't tell. And I, I know. probably am. Oh my God. So. Want to hear the stupidest thing I recorded one time over Skype? And I had, she actually had a microphone. So I was like, ooh, can you also record your audio? And that way, like, both of our audio will sound good instead of it being the call. And then my stupid mic was not plugged in. So Mm. her audio was flawless. And mine was, like, fine. But it just sat. It was, like, the normal kind of, like, but it was, like, my laptop mic, which was just less good. But I was, like. That's funny. Anyway, I feel you there. I think, no, I think it's so important and great to do, especially if you, like, kind of have to do it that way. Especially for people who, like, 
I'm just a lot more free now. I can travel. Yeah, so and like, it would be cool to why. meet them in person. Yeah, and really. Yeah. And it's just like travel. And it's yeah, kind of like it's an excuse to travel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, but and we have a studio in New York too, which makes it easier. Oh yeah, okay. But with that being said, I got a place in Dallas, and I leave this weekend for like the month. But then I'm back. I'm back here all the time anyway. Yeah. So like I keep telling my friends here, I'm like, it's really not going to be that big of a difference to you right. because like you may not, not even see someone in four months. Exactly. Like, like here. LA life. It's so oh my God. different. I say that all the time. I have this really good friend from college who lives here. And then I have my best friend from like since preschool who lives in San Francisco. I literally see mm-hmm. my San Francisco friend more often than I see my LA friend. And yeah. that I, that's what made like one of my other friends moved and I was like, Sad, but then I was like, wait, I'm not that sad because I feel like I'll literally see you the same amount. <laughs> or sometimes more. Or more, yeah. Because like, you like, have to force yourself, not force yourself. You have to you have really to plan. Yeah, you have to be more intentional. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm do really you think, excited. Do you also think, so in terms of like your busy life and being productive and everything, do you find that when you have more going on or you're more busy, or I guess in this case, you're forced to kind of travel back, do you think that that also makes you have a tighter schedule and be more productive? Or yes. do you feel like you're kind of spontaneous in that regard? I think the more that I have to do, the more productive I am. Yeah. Which I don't mean like, obviously I'm going to have to do more. I just mean I work better. I'm yeah. more efficient when I have more stuff. Um, I also, like, everyone always says the same thing you're saying to me. And like, I really just like, I've never known a life different than this. Yeah. I would just like, I was literally born this doing yeah, this. Yeah, no, I feel that. Like, I would go, we've been talking about this lately, but I would go to Starbucks with my dad, like my entire childhood, back when Starbucks had like Wi Fi cards and you had to have oh, like, the, yeah. I had, like a green wristlet thing with my Wi Fi card. And I thought <laughs> it was so cool. And I would go with my little laptop and like work with my dad. I have no idea what I was doing, but I was doing stuff like that young. Yeah. So I don't like, I'm very, I'm really good with time management. That's been the one thing. That's, I think, what yeah. probably it is that's standing out to me, too, because I feel like I work the best when there's a lot going on because it forces me to manage my time yes. better. It's like if I have a day where I know I have however many tasks to accomplish, but they're not necessarily a meeting or a call or something like at a specific time on mm-hmm. the calendar where I'm someone else is relying on me or whatever, that's when I have trouble is... And not even because I'm lazy or procrastinating. I just don't even know all the time how to, like, formulate my own schedule. And then if something goes behind, like, what do I do? It's like when I have appointments, like, like this, today is going to be, I already know, very productive day. Like, I woke up. I was going to have my workout class. I ended up actually skipping it, but that's another story because um, I've been sick. <laughs> but normally it would have been, like, my 5 a.m. workout class. And then I'm preparing for my call at 7. I had a call from 7 to 8.30. I get ready for this. I leave at 9.30. I'm here. I'm recording. It's like very structured. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like because my time windows are smaller, I'm like more productive. Um, so maybe, I mean, yeah, it sounds like time management for you is just not. Well, how do you manage your days where you don't have like appointments, but you just have to get things done? So the biggest thing for me is I have to get out of my house in the morning and I'm so big on working out. I also mm-hmm. have awful anxiety, which I think is another factor as to why. I don't think it's that bad anymore, but it's a factor as to like what's made me so like dun 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 because right. it makes me feel better. Okay. But I think in working out helps it a lot. Mm-hmm. So I will work out. Right now I'm doing a 6 a.m. training and then 7 a.m. Pilates and then I'm done by 8. Mm-hmm. So that helps me so much because I work from home. Like I work for myself right. unless I'm in the studio. 
which I am a few days a week, but still like something about when you work from home, getting out in the morning, even it doesn't have to be a workout, like even walking to a coffee shop or just I going somewhere. so much it, with that. I don't that. know what it is, but it helps so much. You know, I think until this moment, I didn't realize that that was the part that's helping because I always go work out at this gym that I go to that Please I talk can, about way yeah. too much. I know. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I literally <laughs> can't stop. That's me actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we talked about that. We're obsessed. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's like okay. a drug. It's cool. <laughs> don't worry. Um, But I think until this moment, I don't think I realized actually that I think it's the act of me having to go somewhere and then I come back and I'm like okay versus like getting out of bed and let's be honest do I change out of my pajamas no like I wear sweats but like so if I get out and I'm working out and then I have to shower and like put on clothes I feel like that resets I'm like ready for the day that's another thing if I don't work out in the morning I make sure I change it's honestly just in the sweats if I'm working from home I will not wear jeans working from home like I'm not that person I won't but it's something about getting up getting ready like I don't really wear like a full face of makeup or like really makeup honestly on yeah. a day-to-day basis so I'll Same. put on like my I I do like the glossy I like no makeup mm-hmm. look you know what I'm yeah, saying it's I know not exactly a makeup look mean. but like something very very natural even like brushing on my eyebrows like that sounds so stupid but really small things like that like when you're at home doing your own yeah. thing I think that's so, it, it sounds whatever way but I actually think that that's so valuable because I think when you work from home because I feel this too it's like you have to separate your relaxing home bed cozy even if like for me, if my room is a little bit messy, then it's like, I don't feel like I'm like starting my work day. That sounds so weird, but no, it's but like, I'm the same way. it's crazy. Yeah. Like you have to switch from your like relaxing environment to how can I transition this into my work environment all of a sudden. And I've read like so many random posts being like, yeah, you know, for us to do that, we like spray an air freshener in the room and like dim the lights. And it's like, all of a sudden it's your relaxing home versus yeah. like your working home. Yeah. It's very weird to that whole just balance. I think of working from home and yep. getting things done. It's crazy. I also have an office, which I know you do too, in my house. To be really honest with you, my office is so big. I work more often at my kitchen table now than I work in my office. In my office in Texas, I just want a conference table. I don't want a desk because I work at big tables. I don't work in like a desk environment. Mm -hmm. Like yesterday I made myself because I'm like, I pay so much for to have this space. Yeah. And I'm like, I really honestly, like I don't use it. And like, I have a whole like a full couch seating area like it's a big office and I go nine times out of ten to like my breakfast nook area which I don't love that I do that but something about that like it's made me learn like okay I work better like you need a big at this yeah Yeah. like I need to get like a conference table or something I think I'm that way too except that then I get anxiety about having my stuff everywhere when my roommates are because I have Mm -hmm. roommates and I feel like in my office I'm like okay I can spread like this is my table I can put things all over this that makes more sense I don't know why I'm like this no but but, no but I mean but I feel you because I also think part of it probably has to do with just switching up your environment like I know that I'll be super amped on working in my office and I'll like with my monitor and it's like amazing and I feel productive but then like after a couple days I'll need to switch it up and go sit downstairs because I just I just feel like I need that Mm -hmm. but that's also what I like about having the type of space that I do is like having those options I remember before I lived in this current place it was like cabin fever every single day Uh I had like one table I could sit at and it was dark and it was just like I was not switching my environment at all it's crazy how humans just need all these like stimuli to just Good function. Lighting. Yeah, like, we a lot need... of lighting is a mm-hmm. big thing actually. Like environment just needs to be yeah. really yeah. Okay. Well, to pivot into I want to talk about a couple things. One, so we're on the topic of productivity and kind of time management, that kind of thing. I do want to hear from you, like, because I feel like you've had a pretty steady um 
well also congrats on the move and and I know you'll be back so now I'm like less I'm less yeah. freaked out about it but yeah. it's, um, it's easier than it's <laughs> easier yeah. yeah no that's really exciting um so I know we we kind of touched on this but I know from the outside it can always look like someone's you know life and business and everything is just running so smoothly and everything's fine and you're just progressing and no road bumps but let's be honest that's never completely accurate and I want I would be curious to hear like with the progression of kind of how you've built your YouTube channel and having your audience and also incorporating in like your podcast and your merch and like did you have kind of a strategy for this or is it kind of just as you're ready to take something else on and then also has that have have you ever questioned like what the heck am I doing is this the right thing I'm not liking this like what has gone wrong I just want to expose you right now I'm just kidding <laughs> but really I like to hear like you know it's nice to relate especially for people listening like for them to know like I'm not trying to put you on the spot and say what's gone wrong in your life, but it's like no, it's important you, to talk about. Yeah, yeah, and also just you, like what you're doing is so great, and you're you are so successful in what you're doing now. So I I just want to hear what was that journey like? I guess first off, thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, I think it's not even necessarily like failing. It's more so like I was never the person who blew up overnight. Right. Like my stuff has been like slow and steady, you know? It like it's No, it not, has. Yeah. And that's valuable though. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, I think it's, I think there's pros and cons to both, yeah. you know? And mm-hmm. I like, it's fine for me. I truly am, could not be less affected by numbers. Yeah. I've always been that way. I don't know why I can't give an answer other than like, I don't find my identity in like my job in the yeah. slightest. I think at one point I've talked about this, but I definitely found like more of my identity in my work ethic and how hard I was working. So I was crazy. And then yeah. I like stepped back and that was school helped me so much with that because mm-hmm. I had like another life. Right. So I think it's not necessarily something that will like drive me absolutely insane with that being said like i'm not like i'm not an alien like numbers do matter in our job Mm -hmm. but not necessarily i think that the community that you're like building matters a lot more than like numbers on a screen so i'm way more proud of like my facebook group that has five thousand i mean i think it has more than that now but like five thousand people in Mm -hmm. it than like my youtube i mean not really more proud but like i love the facebook group that has five thousand people in it because people are so engaged people are meeting each other it's the right five thousand people exactly it's so great and then uh, what was i gonna say there was something like how wait what was the question i'm like Um, totally blanking uh, well i asked like a million things because i rambled oh starting and then going yeah yeah yeah. so I am glad that I started my podcast when I did because I got into my network at the right time and they developed the show. Yeah. But I had wanted to start a podcast for like a year and a half before that. I just had like the wrong representation that was like very don't do it whatever podcasts aren't going to do anything and I'm like literally (gasps) now I'm like what an idiot. And then also he was just like you don't have the numbers for it. And I was like you're like honestly screw you. Well now my podcast like it doesn't do better than my YouTube channel but like I would kind of say it does. I think my podcast is going to be bigger than my channel yeah. ever has been. Well, I hope that, honestly, for me as well. I'm kind of trying to transition my channel to be more like these types of topics, mm-hmm. too. But, I mean, no, good for you for, like, doing it. I also think anyone who says that's an idiot because podcasting, like, has, yes, been around for a while. But I feel like it's just now really, really hitting oh, our market. really taking off. Yeah, like, yeah. the people who are watching our videos and have been for five years or however long are, like, listening to podcasts now. And yeah. I feel like they weren't for a long time. And, like... I feel like you did start at the exact right time. Yeah, so it ended up working out. But I think I've been on YouTube since 2012. So like eight years at this point. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think I've been on since 2013 and 2014. But my channel was open in 2012. 
which is just like the account so i don't know that was me mine was like 2010 but really i didn't post till 2015 so i'm like yeah i need to like actually see what my first (laughs) video was but it's kind of just been like slow and steady wins the race with that being said like my channel has not grown much in the past like it's starting to grow again now but it didn't grow for like two years yeah. like that which i was also fine with because i w- had the community like it yeah, wasn't it doesn't matter who, how many how yeah the growth doesn't matter as much when you realize that the people when you have that baseline that can grow it's like well those are the important people like i'd rather have half the subscriber count knowing yeah. that those people really care yes yeah and they're more engaged and from a community aspect like human to human like what i actually care about when i'm yeah. doing this stuff that's what matters the most to me but then you go to like a business perspective and those are the people who are going to buy product from you right. and those are the people who are going to go to the shows right. and like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think as far as kind of like transitioning to other things, it's just been like, it's it's not extremely, extremely strategic. It's just been like what makes sense at the time. Yeah. I'm not a super big person on like a five-year plan. Yeah. I used to be like, this is what I want. And at this time I'm going to do this and this and this. And like, I'm really into vision and I think vision's mm-hmm. really important and you need to have a clear vision right. and goals. Like I'm so for that, but I'm really open to life like going a different way because every time it's gone a different way it's only been better yeah yeah so like i'm fine with that um but i think it's just kind of been like what makes sense at the time yeah and what also lauren bostick always talks about this but she's like you have to go where the attention's going so like i'm not a tiktoker but like tiktok is big right now and so people are going on that before and it like she's like you just go where the attention is going and then you're fine you know interesting yeah i have always wondered about that because I've heard multiple things. Like, people say different things. Some people say less is more. Like, you don't need to jump on every little platform and everything. But then other people are like, but when something's big, like, you're stupid not to capitalize on it. I get both sides, though. Yeah, me too. I do. I do. Because I think if you're trying to spread yourself so thin and be everywhere and be, like, strategically doing things Mm -hmm. everywhere, that's too much. You can't. You can't. And you're not, like, really laser focusing on really, you know, being an expert on one but I also agree when, you know, when something is hu- like obviously TikTok is huge right now and probably will be for a little while. And it is interesting to think like, OK, that could be an opportunity like to maybe not miss and yeah. tr- trying to weigh like those. Are you doing that all day? No, I feel so awkward on TikTok. Yeah. Like, it's just not my thing. I asked my manager, I was like, how important is it? And she was just like, I mean, the fact that you asked how important is like you don't have to do it. Yeah. But I was just kind of like. I don't know. I, I was more so asking from a business side of like, is this really going to last? Right. Like, what is this going to yeah. be? Which my best friend Dom has been, she's so into like cringy humor. Yeah. So she watches like the really cringe TikToks and has for the past two years. Like she's been watching TikTok. She's, been she's like, TikTok's going to be the next TikTok, big thing. Yeah. And we were all like, literally Dom, no, it's not. And like, here it is. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? Yeah. But like I saw Lauren, for instance, did a TikTok and it was like, when she got her hair done and then it was um like some other things so i'm like a room tour i could do things like that my sister's also a hairstylist and so i was like honestly like she doesn't have a social media presence so i was like maybe try tiktok and like see what happens with that yeah i think sometimes i just need to throw spaghetti at a wall not overanalyze it because i think sometimes i'm like oh well now i need a content strategy it's like no just do anything or Mm -hmm. just don't that's kind of where i've been i'm like if i think too hard about it then i just won't do anything yes so i either need to just do something or just you're not going to take any action. Do you have a Facebook group for this podcast? I do. Okay, it's good. very... I do have a group. I was going to ask... Like, I think... I definitely don't utilize... I don't... I'm not present in it enough. I'm not pushing it enough. Guys, I have a Facebook group. The if Facebook you want to sign up, the best link thing below. I've ever done. Like, yeah, no, that's... I definitely want to, like, push that more because it just really makes it more intimate, more mm-hmm. of an intimate conversation. And every time I talk about it, people go join. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I would, I definitely need more of kind of a, not a strategy because I hate thinking of it even as a strategy, but just like, I need to be more present there. I need to get more people engaged over there. Cause I think that'll be good. I'm also, I'm like working on building some like mini courses that'll be like live, like a live two hour. Like I'm teaching you three things to get this result or whatever mm -hmm. those. Cause I think people are really, people are interested in learning, obviously business things, entrepreneurship, marketing, productivity, anything. And so I've been working on that. And I also think a Facebook group would probably help with really starting to preview that to people and starting guys. Actually, I meant to say this before. I'm going to put a poll in the show notes because I want to actually gauge like your guys's interest in what kind of topics you'd want for like mini courses and things like that. Anyway, that's a side note. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Facebook group. Um, it's good because there's say? no comment section in podcast. So yeah. it changes things also, especially for like this kind of like more business oriented mm -hmm. podcast it's really good for people to network yeah definitely there are people in my uh, like in my pod or facebook group that i see every day that are like hey i'm actually applying for this job like yeah they can anyone talk like yeah. college grads who would yeah. normally do it on linkedin or whatever yeah. are doing it in facebook groups that's too. what i want that's my goal for honestly this too is i want this community to also be like not just me like i want them to be able to meet each other and be like friends with each other or working with mm -hmm. each other, helping each other. I want it to everyone to, because clearly everyone who listens to a show like this has somewhat, you know, they may be in different industries with different ideas and different topics they like more than, you know, another one. But if someone is like consistently listening to this show, they're going to ha be very like-minded with the other people that are listening. Yeah. They're going to want to chat with each other and they can all be each other's resource. That's what I love about this type of community. Honestly, building this podcast and starting like working mm -hmm. on this has really helped me find kind of like a brand identity that I never felt like I had. Like this, I can like confidently say like no matter what the numbers are for this show, people are so engaged. Like I mm -hmm. get messages all the time like talking. And I mean, sometimes for YouTube, but it's not the same. It's not, this is no. like, oh my God, I listened to this one episode and it completely changed my outlook on literally everything going for. And because that's how I feel when I listen to like business podcasts. I'll listen to one episode and like one sentence someone says mm -hmm. can literally just start this ripple effect in my mind of like, whoa, I'm like viewing this differently now. I'm going to go try this business thing and this and that. And that's what I want people to feel. And so it's like, no matter what the numbers are, I'm always like, I don't even care. I mean, I do care. I care. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I, I always like want, people to just feel inspired and i feel like with with a brand like this and with your podcast too it's like everyone's coming together for one purpose basically yeah i love that um okay well guys we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back Grand Canyon University, a Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering over 200 engaging programs online. Praised for its culture of community, students build meaningful professional relationships with faculty who become partners in your success. GCU's online students received over $100 million in scholarships in 2020. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you qualify for.
we're back. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Guys, thanks for still being here. I just love this. So, okay, earlier on before the show, we were talking about, I was asking you what you've been into lately, and I know you love business and leadership, and you were talking about how you've been doing some work with kind of identifying your gifts and things like that. I would love to talk about that and, like, yeah, just tell me about that. What is it? How did you get start, like, learning about it or researching it? Or It wasn't something that I intentionally did at all. Um, I, I feel like, okay, so the school that I was at was also part internship. Mm -hmm. So obviously I'm going to like learn more than just at a typical school. But I think I was kind of surrounded. The main reason I even wanted to go to like where I ended up going was because I didn't want to, like I needed a strong foundation. I didn't want to just like go into like, you know the saying, it's like, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I'm like, I was literally the only person in the room and I didn't (laughs) love that. So I can relate. Yeah, like it was just, I don't know. I needed to be under some sort of like leadership, Mm -hmm. not because I needed to be told what to do, but because I wanted to learn from other people. Yeah, absolutely. So that there was one specific person there, Erica, I've had on my podcast. I literally have talked about her (laughs) more than anyone ever. But I look back now and I think she has been such a vital, out of anyone who's ever talked, like spoken into my life or anything, like she will always be like the number one. I can't imagine someone doing more than she has done. Even with like, honestly, like the conversations that I'm referring to really are like four or five. Like it's not even like it's an every week type thing or anything, but she's always been, she's been a very like pivotal person in my life. Mm -hmm. But more than anything, I didn't really realize this until like kind of the end of my two years at the internship. And I realized that she like pulled out the gifting in me and like told me what I was good at, Mm -hmm. you know? And it Mm -hmm. wasn't like, I didn't know myself or anything like that, but I think sometimes what you're naturally good at, you just kind of assume that other people are naturally good at that. Right. Like I, like I talked about earlier, I'm like, I kind of was born and I was like, I just like, I don't know how to describe it. It was natural. It was natural. Like, so it wasn't something like I kind of, I remember like starting my YouTube channel and stuff and I was like, why isn't everyone doing this? Right. Not in the sense of like, oh my God, you guys are idiots. No, but but you were intuitive about it. Yeah. You just, it came to you. Like you're like, this makes sense. Why? Doesn't it make sense to everyone else? Yeah. yeah. So uh, finally, it took a while for me to be like, oh, like I'm actually like gifted in business. Like right. that, that makes more sense because I'm like, I, w- I was always like, guys, why aren't you doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't understand. Yeah. And so I think that was one thing. I think more than that, though, like I love connecting people, which makes sense as to why like my biggest thing with what like everything that I do is always community. Right. And that makes sense because even like small things, I'm like, oh my gosh, you would be such good friends with this person. I right. do it all the time. Yeah. And I just thought everyone, like just things like that. But even like business wise, I'm like, you should work with them. You should mm-hmm. go here. Like things like that. That's huge. And I actually, I have met a couple of people like that in my life. And I always want to like know what to call. Like, I don't know what to call that. I think, yeah, you like to connect people. I almost was like, what are, like, how can you, how can someone even like, monetize that like there was this one guy who all he ever did was just connect people and then they would do like business deals and I'm like bro you need to like monetize that somehow I don't know how anyway side note but yeah yeah, no that's that's an incredible gift and it is true not everyone does that like being just intuitive to think like that but also that you genuinely want to connect people and help people find each other and work well together but again like I don't even think I think obviously my intentions are really good behind it but my I, it's just not something I really think about. You're not about. thinking about that hard, yeah. yeah. You're not, like, sitting there being like, I want to, my goal in life is to, like, 
help yeah. other people form partnerships. No. I didn't like sit down and say like, this is who yeah, I want to be kind right. of thing. It's but just I, natural. Yeah, I think it's really important to play off your strengths. Also, another thing that is honestly the biggest thing I think I realized through this is she's like, you're a visionary. Like you have the vision and you not in the way that you're like lazy it's like the opposite of that but like yeah. you are a visionary like there's going to be people who like work alongside you and like help you with that like I'm not administrative yeah and everyone probably assumes that I am because I'm pretty organized but right. like not that hard to work a google calendar you know right, <laughs> like, right, right. no totally. I will not sit down and make this like I hate excel my least favorite classes in college yeah. literally was <laughs> oh my gosh it was so awful but it's kind of like okay, I know that I have this big vision, but because I'm good at connecting people, I'm like, okay, this person, this person. Right. And even to the idea of like, I will randomly like text, like send an audio message and I'm like, hey, I just have this idea. You should do this, whatever. And like friends have actually done it and like have businesses now. Yeah. But like, it's also, I didn't realize that it was like, uh, like a gift. And I think people get really like weird because they're like, oh, like what am I like? Yeah. Talking like, whatever about yourself no I feel that I I think that's really valid though like you're a visionary and you realize hey sometimes I'm gonna need other people who are are the executor executor that's not the right whatever who are executing like if you need an admin person because you're playing to your strength which is the overall vision and making sure it's running not like you shouldn't be wasting your time and value on you know making a stupid spreadsheet that someone else could make exactly and that's a huge thing I talk about and that I'm trying to work on is like delegation is like I'm not the person who needs to be doing every little part of this business. And that's also not how a business is going to scale. And yeah, so that's, it's cool. Like realizing that, like how did, so how did you like figure out, was it that this, she was kind of telling you like, yo, you're this way. And you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Was it like kind of that simple? Yeah. It was kind of that. I think, I know people are like weird about mentors, like love mentors, hey mentors, whatever. And like weird with authority. I've always worked for myself. I mean, I worked like young in high school, but pretty much I've always worked for myself. But I am so like, if someone is older than me, they probably, not all the time, but they probably do know more than you. Mm -hmm. And it's really good to learn from their mistakes. But I think having someone who's older than you, loves you, wants the best in you, and like knows you and can like, like she's told me things that I don't love too before. You know, it's not like I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. But it still is like, I think just having leadership and learning from people mm-hmm. is so important. I agree 100%. It's so important. And I think that is something, especially in this whole like side hustle culture, which is really, mm-hmm. really great. It's so amazing to see people so motivated and like wanting to make businesses and stuff. But one, I think hobbies are really important too, to mm-hmm. do things that don't involve work, involve work or money. Agreed. I think for both of us, it's working out yeah. Yeah. and that's really good. Um, but I think it's also like, I think like authority has become such a weird word and it's like I I will always for the rest of my life I always want people like over me who are ahead of me and know me and are older and wiser like I want to learn from them so it really had I think it was just like we had a relationship and I would like open up and talk to her Mm -hmm. and she would be able to do that yeah totally I think that's actually also a really interesting side point about authority and mentors because I 100% agree like once I started working for myself it, it w- there's a difference between not necessarily wanting to like report to someone who's in charge of your decisions mm-hmm. versus having someone who can help you make decisions or yes. who can be, you know, your voice of reason or just someone to bounce something off of. I highly recommend that everyone has people like that in their lives. And also, you know, if you don't have a person like that, there are so many, you know, online courses and resources and Facebook groups and places where you can learn Podcasts. from other people. Podcasts. Yeah. It's like, I think that was the biggest pivot in my life 
business life was when I kind of realized that I felt like my brain was turning. I literally thought I was like getting dumber. I was like, I don't have the same type of complex thinking skills because I don't have to do it that often. I'm not like learning a new skill. Like I needed to sharpen my brain. And part of doing that was literally just like learning, like every day absorbing something, whether it's a podcast, reading some of a book, just like talking to a mentor. Now I have a business coach. It's like amazing. Just literally knowing, like you said, that someone cares about what you're doing, wants to help you, wants to tell you things that you don't want to hear either. Yeah. And you need, like, I think that everyone needs that. I also think, especially in business and just in life, like getting used to having feedback and getting used to like, you know, making yourself uncomfortable is so important. Even doing things like this, like recording podcasts and having calls, like sometimes beforehand, I'm just like, oh, I kind of like don't want to do this. And then I get there and I'm like, duh, I want to do this. Like no part of me actually didn't want to. I just feel like I get like, you can get so comfortable in doing your own thing that you're like, uh, maybe not. And then you realize how valuable it is to just talk to more people, have mentors, take a class, do whatever. That's awesome. So how can I figure out what my – see, okay, I feel like I know I, – I do a lot of self-reflecting. Like, I feel like I know myself inside and out. But it's also really interesting to think about, like, gifts as – like, how can you utilize your gift to the best of your ability? Like, so if you're a visionary type of person, then it's like, okay, how did you – or if you haven't yet, like, how do you make sure that in your business and in your decisions every day that you're, like, playing that role and that you're using those strengths and, like – Like, have you kind of thought about that or is it more just like a realization? No, I mean, I'm really big on being practical too. So like, I think, which is very good if you're like a visionary type person, because that can mean literally nothing if you don't do something. Um, As far as you though, and your gifts, funny, because I feel like we actually talked about this in my episode, but I think your friends tell you this, like Morgan has told you this so many times, like your personality can literally take you the rest of your life. Like you're literally the funniest person ever. Ah! So I think like, but obviously like, my eyes keep watering. I'm like, I'm so sorry, guys. You're just crying because you love this so much. (laughs) Guys, I'm so funny that she's just crying her eyes out. (laughs) Exactly. But I think it's it's just kind of asking the closest people to you. Like, hey, what do you think I'm good at? Um, I'm really big on playing off your strengths. Like, I think you're good at something for a reason. And I don't think you're ever really made to be used in like another way. I think you're... Not that you can't, like, create yourself and invent yourself and get better at things and learn a new skill. It's just, like... But, like, play to the strengths. Exactly. For like, sure. You're, if your strengths are, like, so high, like, if your strengths are at, like, 90 and your weaknesses are at 10 and you're yeah. working so hard on your weaknesses, those are only going to get to, like, 30. Totally. And then your strengths can, like, triple, right. you know? No, I feel that. If you guys right now are listening and you feel, like, at all, like, lost in a direction of what you want to do, which is totally okay, FYI. But something that could be helpful, I did this when I was starting this podcast, is I made a list of, like, I actually did, like, literally email friends and family and be like, Mm -hmm. what are my five strengths? What are my five weaknesses? Like, what do you envision me doing? And something that I think is really helpful is making a list of all the skills that you know you have, the things you're good at, and then making a list of the industries that you like, like, the things that you're fascinated by even if you don't feel like you know a lot about them now and then see where those things can intersect like where can you take a thing you're good at and like apply it in an industry that you're interested in and the other thing is I think like just when you hit a roadblock or like oh but I don't know how to do this one thing like learn the one thing if it's something or have someone else do it I think that used to stop me a lot like I used to have this series on YouTube I talk about this a lot where I was interviewing strangers in the street. And honestly, it did what you're saying. It encompassed my personality. It was interesting. I 
wasn't afraid to go up to strangers and ask really uncomfortable things. People loved it. I had like no subscribers and these videos would get like hundreds of thousands of views. And one of my biggest kind of regret, I, I really don't regret things in life ever. I don't. One of my biggest, I'll say learning moments. <laughs> You're like, but if I were but to, if I were, I... this is literally the one thing, um, was, was that in... I knew in that moment that that was a direction I needed to lean into and really capitalize on and like make more of those videos and that I knew I thought that I could grow this brand of like me interviewing people as like my thing because it worked. People loved it. It showed, you know, whatever. And then what stopped me was literally just something as dumb as like me not figuring out like, well, I would need someone to film me like consistently every week, but like I don't really have the money to pay them, but like who would want to and just like not like like now, if that were me now at age 27, like having experienced a lot, I'd be like, girl, literally go on your college's Facebook group, yeah. post it on Instagram. Anyone will freaking help you. People will help you for free if you need. Like, And back then I just let that roadblock like stop me, like just stop my action. If I've learned anything, it's that just don't let a little roadblock like stop you from taking a step forward towards something. Yeah. This was a side tangent, but um, yeah. But that's really – thank you for saying that my personality – if you have any advice for how I can utilize that. It's so funny because I'm that person that you know and that, you know, I'm like the weirdo. I'm literally the weirdest person on planet Earth and I feel like sometimes YouTube viewers like don't even see that. But then I'm like the total opposite. I'm like talking about business and productivity yeah. and being serious. But that's also maybe a gift, you know, combining those types of things like – I'm not going to be that stiff, rigid That's CEO type person. Yeah. Like if I have a course or if I do a live event or give like do speaking things, it's not going to be this like really formal thing. And maybe that's something that can that'll be what people are attracted to. Yeah. You know? I think with me, I've thought a lot of the times like things that I'm good at kind of contradict. Right. And I've learned that they don't. I just think that we're also in an age where so much is being created and started right now. Mm -hmm. So like. The landscape, like I talk about this all the time, of like one industry is not going to look this way in exactly. even 10 years, you oh, know? Yeah. So that's what I was going to say, like personality-wise. People yeah. who are doing typically like leadership, business, like this sort of thing, they're typically old white guys. Yep. So like yep. you're not that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's true. And I appreciate that. I think that's – people, you know, try – when I even wanted to make this podcast, like so do you know how many people were like – CEO of what like okay like what do you what even my mom like okay I love my mom and she is so supportive but she even like was like okay but like do you feel like you like are qualified to be like giving people business advice and I was like yes like mm -hmm. and also I realized everyone at every stage gurus mentors coaches they all like they all question themselves sometimes yeah. but it's like if you have anything to offer anyone it doesn't matter if you're at the beginning phases or the end like if you can offer any advice like sometimes I read a book and I'm inspired by a, a tactic and I talk about it on the podcast. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean I'm an expert on it. It doesn't mean I invented it. It means I'm being the liaison between something I learned that I think is valuable and the person on the other side of yeah, this like podcast. Yeah, like consuming things. Yeah. I think too, like imposter syndrome is so big. Oh yeah. I think that all the time too, especially lately when I've had like bigger opportunities and I'm like, I'm 22. Like I really don't know anything. Like whatever. <laughs> you know more than you think that you know. Absolutely. And also just taking people on the journey. There's a lot yeah. to be said about that because you learn sure. as you go. Oh yeah. And that's so different. Like you don't really get to see like I'm like Shay Mitchell or someone yeah. from start to finish. Right. You see her where she's at now. Right. And like they can talk about that as much as they want, and it's like really helpful. Like so yeah. helpful. You learn so much. But there's something to be said about. Like seeing, that. seeing the whole thing yeah. from start to finish and 100%. people are more loyal to you too. You 100%. Know? And it is weird that we have this whole kind of blowing up overnight phenomenon that happens with some people 
where it just makes everything feel weirder. Like it's like, oh, oh well, is this working for me mm-hmm. because it's slow and steady where these people are just blowing up overnight. It's like, yeah, seeing the journey I think is so helpful. I like that when I listen to people. And I think that's most of the feedback that I've gotten to on this show has been like, I actually like that you're not this like unattainable like billionaire CEO mm-hmm. person because then it almost feels like it's harder to take the advice that that person's giving because it's like oh well it's easy for you to stay in that position yeah which I know is also like not completely accurate like those people can give really great yeah. advice but not everyone's in the position to do exactly what they're doing right. so it's helpful when it's like different it's just nice to hear from different perspectives and different yeah. like w- like not walks of life but like people in different no for areas sure. yeah. of life I guess well and that I like to I want a wide variety of guests even here for example like I want really successful awesome people but I want people also who are struggling like I made my roommate come on the second she quit a job that she'd been trying to quit for two and a half years and she was like emotionally in the weirdest place and I was like that's why I want you on right now Mm -hmm. I want you to talk about this because people experience that and like she felt like oh my god why am I here like talking about how much I suck right now and I was like no that's exactly you're a you don't suck but that's exactly what people can connect to and relate to yes very interesting I love it. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Um, I feel like I could talk for 10 years. Yeah. I, think I, I just looked too. over at the clock and I'm like, oh, I want to keep talking for a <laughs> lifetime. Well, okay. I feel like this is good. I love you because I feel like we can speak the same language with like, we obviously do similar things, mm-hmm. but we also, I can tell we both like really care about building communities and helping people, but also just like being business boss gals and we yeah. need more I, I love this wave of like just having more female young females in yes. this type of space and talking about these kind of things it's awesome it's like oh my god it like you said literally the in this industry five years ago so different so different oh my it's god it's the most comforting thing ever though because i'm oh, like yeah. i don't even know if i want to do that but five years from now there'll be something else that i yeah, want to do no, you know? exa- that's actually yeah. such a good because i was going to ask you like i know you were saying don't really have the like you know five-year plan this that but like when you have your vision for kind of your business like and what you ultimately forever not want it you know that obviously it's going to change all the time but what is what do you think of when you kind of think okay where where's my life path my trajectory going with this so I also like I think just being in digital stuff it's so hard to even know because yeah. I'm like I don't know what it's going to be in 10 years I think I'll always I think I will own businesses like I have yeah. a lot of ideas that I thought were for other people that I'm like okay I may actually do that like yeah. that sounds good my main thing right now is I just want to graduate college and yeah. then start something else because it will, at that point, if I ask something else right now, it will get it's to the point much. where it's too much and, like, I'm not doing anything well. Yeah. But I think I'll always, like, be creating communities. I think I'll probably do a lot more... I don't want to say public speaking in the sense of, like, a motivational right. type thing, but I want to do, like, like doing live, live shows. Yeah, yeah I want to do live events. Um, I definitely want to do more business-based things. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I have this whole vision for so many things that I want to do, but I think I'm just going to have my hands in a lot of things. I would even almost want to do, just for fun and for people I'm really passionate about, like, I would love to do, like, some sort of consulting. Yeah, for sure. But I don't want that, like, I don't think I'm going to end up being a consultant. I think I'm going to always do what I'm doing to, like, a larger yeah. scale. But even, like, let's say with your Facebook group, let's say you said, hey, I'm opening a beta group of, like, 10 of you can schedule like a 30 minute weekly call with me or maybe not that's a lot of people but like yeah you know to see to be like hey you can ask me whatever you want for 30 minutes like 
that could be really interesting. I've thought about things like that too, where I, I used to do one-on-one consulting, but it's, it's a lot putting like a lot of time and energy into one thing. And I want to be able to scale it more, not only of course, for like the revenue streams and, and the bigger income, but actually to like help more people, yeah. like actually scaling online and helping more than just one, you know? Yeah. Um, that's awesome though. I think, I mean, no matter what you do, it's going to continue to be successful. And I think the last finishing point, this is random, but I need your advice on this. And I think maybe other people would too. When you're talking about like kind of adding different things in, and I know it was like YouTube and then you have your merch and you have, and I know you have a team kind of, and you know, your network and all that. What is your strategy in terms of time management when you add something new? Like if you, like when you added the podcast, how did you work like how did you figure out like okay I can take this on and here's how I'm gonna make sure that I can still because I feel like you were already pretty busy so it's like did you move things around like what did you because I struggle with that sometimes I want to add something in and then I feel like I get behind on like everything Mm -hmm. but that's just a weakness of mine I get overwhelmed really easily I think as far as time management goes the fact that I've been doing like the work side of my life the whole in the entire time I've had school has actually been really helpful yeah. because it's forced me to be even better at time management. Right. I like like people are like, oh, I live by my Google Calendar. I'm like, no, like I literally live by my Google Calendar to the point where like 30 minute blocks. Like sometimes if I'm really busy that day, I'll be like, okay, 30 minutes for this. I set timers. Yeah. I always do that when I clean. And I was like, oh, I need to do that when I'm actually working because it mm-hmm. helps a ton. That's true. Um, as far as adding on the podcast, like specifically, I started it. It launched September of 2018, and that summer, before I went with my network, I was planning on doing it in seasons, and I was going to pre-record all summer, and then have them, like, your batch record all summer, and then have them all for, like, the first season, so I wouldn't have to do it in school, because I would not have been able to do it, edit it, do everything myself. Like, there was just no way I could do it, so I was like, I'm going to do it in the summer. I ended up meeting with my network, signed with them, and they developed the show. Right. So, with that being said, like, I don't think I wouldn't have been able to do it weekly. Also, something I haven't mentioned is I, on any given day, have like five to six videos already pre-uploaded to my YouTube channel. Yeah. So I just make them live whenever I do. How? That's my biggest How thing. Because I vlog a lot, so it's yeah. easier. A That's lot of good. my stuff is vlog-based, so it yeah. makes it all easier. Podcasts, like right now we have 10 episodes at least pre-recorded. Yeah. And I'm recording like three or four more this week. Wow. That, I, I need to get on her level, guys. It's so helpful, though, <laughs> especially with podcasts, because if I don't do that and I'm I don't like people who are like, oh, I need to go in and record or whatever. I if I didn't have it planned out, yeah, I would just throw something together yeah. and I wouldn't like I I couldn't do that. But it's like batch recording and pre-recording has been what's allowed me to like do all this and yeah. not be so stressed out because yeah. I already had the stuff ready. Right. I do you have do, like specific like editing days? Like, okay, this day I'm just editing all the stuff that I just filmed like over the last two weeks or whatever. It's not because my studio schedule is not set because right. it depends on the guest. Oh, I see. I but like my Google calendar is set for the next week at all time. So like yesterday I was like, okay, two years two hours of editing. I have an editor sometimes. Like if I have a sit down video, yeah. she'll edit that. I edit all my vlogs because they're like too personal for me yeah. to like hand it over to someone. Um, I don't edit my podcast. Like I yeah. don't actually do a lot of the back end right, stuff. Right. So that's good. Um, as far as like delegating, I I've gotten better at delegating as far as like an it's editor hard. or I hired someone, I just started a newsletter, which is really cool. Yeah. You should do that actually. Yeah. I'm a really good girl if you want someone. But um even that stuff, like that was really helpful like I hired her and she's like now I'm like oh my god I'll always use her for graphics she's yeah. so good she set up everything and even today like I was like okay what can I do better and I'm like my Instagram for my podcast is trash it gets so bad there needs to be like I love how do you know what Mayfair group is yeah 
they are brilliant they're literally a pr company that has turned it into a community somehow yep. like if you're gonna that's i know amazing. i was noticing i'm like dang it's so good i was with yeah. sam sam's been on my podcast but i was with sam this weekend and i was like you guys are literally killing it but then i was thinking about it and i'm like i like their instagram is such a big inspiration for like mm-hmm. running my instagram for that so i have all these ideas so even then i was like oh my gosh i want to do takeovers so i like was like oh this graphic designer things like that yeah like i'm gonna run it but people are gonna do a lot mm-hmm. more so i think delegating my Google Calendar. Mm-hmm. I do time block. I'm a huge time blocker. Yeah. All that Yeah, because I feel like the times that I get ahead with the batching, I feel like I then accidentally too, not even because I'm like lazy, I just feel like I then feel too cush with like, okay, now I have time. Mm-hmm. Instead of like already thinking about the next group of things, that's what I feel like. So then I end up like not even that far ahead, but that's I think just a problem where the second I get ahead, I need to just still operate normally because then yeah. it's the same amount of work. You're just not stressing out doing it. Exactly. You're like doing I just it. treat it like normal. I don't yeah. treat it like I'm ahead. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. that's I think what I've had a weakness with is I'm like, oh, cool. I just did like in December mm-hmm. I had so, oh my God, I literally had so many videos. I was like not sleeping. I was working so hard. I was like so proud of myself. I Finished so many videos, and for the first time ever, I literally over Christmas like stood there and did nothing for mm-hmm. a week, like nothing, and it felt so, so good. good. And then I got back, and I was like, "Whoa, I'm still ahead with videos." And I, granted, I think I I was a little too lax, but then I got sick, so it's like now I feel like I'm not behind, but just hardly there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no, that's really good advice, and I think you're killing it. I'm so glad we were able to do this, and we should definitely do like in another however many months, like another episode on whatever yeah. i want to see i don't know we'll talk about something we'll figure it out guys where or kenzie where can people find you and your podcast and everything well i'll link her podcast in the show notes and her instagram thank you, what thank else you, you want to join um, her facebook group join her uh newsletter yeah, there's plug, a lot plug um, away okay <laughs> it's kenzie elizabeth on twitter instagram youtube i love you so much podcast there's an instagram facebook group all of i'll that. just link it yeah, all just- i'll link it all um <laughs> And then, yeah, have fun with the move. But you'll Thank be you. back, so I don't have to say permanently bye. Are you going to Coachella? I don't know. It's a great question. I feel weird about it this year. Yeah, I get I feel that. like I just don't actually love it that much. I like other festivals more. Because I'm, like, I don't super... Play yeah. I'm about the literal music, and I feel like every time I've gone has been just not so much about the music, and I'm like, why am I doing... But it, I, I mean, it's I use fun. it as an excuse because all of my closest, like, YouTube friends, none of them live in LA, really. Mm. So oh, I use it here. Yeah. It's like that's our true. reunion. That is so true. that's the only reason. Like, I would not be going yeah, if it wasn't for them. Like, yeah. I would not go to Coachella. I would rather yeah. go somewhere else. No, you know? same. I feel like I love other festivals more, and it's, like, so overwhelming. Just yeah. so many people. But if I do go, I'll see you there. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Thanks and for having me. Guys, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Self Made CEO podcast on iTunes. And obviously, you can find it anywhere. Tell a friend about it today. Tell a friend to go take a listen if you've made it this far and you're still here. I just love you. Um, but I will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. To enter, text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an all-inclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's V-E-G-A-S to 59570. A confirmation text will be sent. Standard message and data rates apply. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zipline of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. 
Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab an ice-cold dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the dew.